And we are underway. From Rainbow Bay to Rainbow Beach to the Switch and everything in between. I'm going to have fun and you're going to have fun. Have a funny day. Go and have fun now. Your new local. You're going to love this place. It's the Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo for Thursday, Feb 15th. Shout out to our podcast family and podcast family members. If you're listening to this, you know that what we give you here to start each, start each podcast is a little bit fruity. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit unsafe for radio. Mm. If you've got people that in you that you think would enjoy it, pass it on. Share the love. Sure. Get them involved in the podcast family. It's a unique family and we want them to be a part of it. I uh, have had an incident today that I'd like some input in. I feel like Mexican. You know, Mexico, Mexican, (laughs) Mexican. (laughs) What are you saying? Mexican. In the Mexico accent. Oh, my God. That's not the Mexican accent. Mexico. Hold on. (laughs) Keep your story on the back burner for a sec. Give me a Mexican accent just for a moment. Just say, hi, my name is Ben in a Mexican accent. Hello, hello, my name is Ben. (laughs) Mexico. Mexico. Okay. Keep going with your story. Can you say burrito in a Mexican no. accent? No, now you're making fun of me. Um, <laughs> yeah, now we're doing it. <laughs> Righto. You're at a anyway, Mexican. You felt uh, like a Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> I can't. Now Jones can't. <laughs> She'll come good. She's, no, right. she won't. She's a pro. She's fine. Oh, deep yeah. breaths. Okay, so I've gone to this Mexican restaurant. No, yeah, okay. Now That's you, what I call it's it. It's just a Mexican. It's just a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, but you know when they say it, they're from Mexico. Okay. Have you ever seen the little blokes? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I apologise okay. to any Triple M family member who is Mexican and who is offended by what's happening right now. I'm just trying to... They're not all little. No, but traditionally they're of a smaller <laughs> oh my height. God. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay. I went to the restaurant. Thank you. And I ordered... I went to old mate and I said, mate, I'm not in the mood. I said, how long is a takeaway order going to take? He went 10 minutes. Right, so <laughs> I'm just trying to. Are you doing this deliberately? No, that's what he said. Okay. I'm trying to right. speak how right. he spoke. Right, you, okay. Anyway, so God help us if he ever goes to an Indian restaurant. Oh my God. So then, after 23 minutes, 23 I said, minute. No, this is me. How angry I was. So I got up after 23 minutes and I and said, yelled, mate, Ariba. I said, mate, I'm not happy at all. I'm not happy at all. You told me it was going to be 10 minutes. And then he said, well, let me go out the back. He said another two minutes. So when I got it, it was 25 minutes for a burrito. Oh, that's so I asked for a discount. I asked for a discount and he just refused, flatly refused. So get stuffed. I'm not going there again. And because <laughs> if you say it's 10 minutes and it's 25. That's a big difference. There is grounds for a refund. Or shove your burrito where I it fits. I wouldn't have asked for a refund because you might have got some extra mayo on top of that. Oh, so come you, on, Liesl. Some more I, I agree. In there. 25 is, is way too long for a burrito. Especially in Mexico. Can I go back to how you <laughs> How ought, much was you, it? Oh, it was a lot of money. Can you? $37 a lot. <laughs> what about Seven dollars. Yeah, because I got jalapeno poppers as well. Thirty-seven dollars for a burrito and a jalapeno poppers. Yep, a thirty-four. Sorry, jeez, that's very expensive. But that was in pesos. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just go back to how you started your order? I said, "Mate, I'm, (laughs) I'm not in the mood." Right, stop there. 
Why would you go up and begin an order at a restaurant like that? Because he was being twitchy anyway. He was trying to do other stuff. And like, if someone's know. a bit twitchy, the first thing you don't do is get them offside. Oh, well, clearly I have. Dobbo's out the back screaming underlay at them. <laughs> Ariba, Ariba. Wedding bells are in the air. Who's getting married? For our Prime Minister. Ah, oh, the PM. And friend of the show, Anthony Albanese. Yes. Made it Instagram official in the early hours of this morning. He hard launched his relationship, did he, <laughs> on Instagram? How bad? <laughs> I mean, seriously. What's wrong? Put aside everybody's political allegiance and whoever they want to vote for. This bloke is 60 years of age. Yeah, love is and love. He's, and he's proposed to his long-term partner... And to try and try and relate and be a bit hip, he's decided to put it on Instagram. She said, yes, mate, you're the Prime Minister. Just send out a press release. At some point, you, you don't have did to Did he use an viral. emoji? No, he just he put did, a, he yeah, a heart, heart emoji. emoji. Oh, okay. I mean, he's 60 yeah. years old. You're he's not a grandfather. Seriously I am, mate. I would never, Getting ever. cranky with this, eh? Yeah, I am. 100% oh, I am. Let's celebrate love. What's, mate, what's your beef with it? Press release is so boring. I just think that he's the Prime Minister of this country. It's a political stunt. Oh. But he's trying to relate to the younger generation. It's 100% a political stunt. Look, he already stunt. lost the younger generation when he used an emoji. Old people use emojis. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. he's already lost. So he's not. that's not true. You think, you think he got engaged as a political stunt? I think that <laughs> him going official on Instagram is. Why, why does he have to promote that? Like, I mean, no one cares. No one gives a crap what he does. Just run the country. I, I, I think it's exciting. I no disagree. one cares if this bloke has got a wife, if he's got a girlfriend. No one gives a crap. Everybody wants to have a house that they can afford and be able to live. No of one course. wants him going up there with a $25,000 rock on his missus's finger. Is that she how much said it was? yes. Oh, well, he designed the ring himself, oh, actually. Of course Is that he did. three months of your salary? Of course he did. So yeah, he probably pe- needs more. Relatable. Relatable. <laughs> PMs don't get paid that much. Don't they? Well, not by comparison. It's you just know. the perks afterwards. He proposed at the lodge, which okay. you know, power play must be nice. Power play. Hard to say no. Hard to say no when you're on the balcony at the kind lodge. Weird you propose you, at the lodge. Kind of, of weird that you got engaged at work, though. <laughs> and on Isn't Valentine's it? Day and then put yeah. it on Insta. Yeah. Oh. First ever Prime Minister to get engaged in office. Wow. And only the Wasn't second. Julia engaged to the hairdresser at some time? No, no, they, they were never engaged. Hairdresser no. Tim. Yeah, only the second, he's only the second ever PM to go into the office was unmarried. That a P, was that a PR stunt too? Well, no. she punted him as soon as she lost the job. Did she? she? Got, yeah, she got rid of him straight away. He got, Did she uh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. He got congratulations from uh, your mate, Peter Dutton. Oh, yeah. Really? The potato. Sophie Monk gave oh. a shout out. And uh, Nigella Lawson. Okay. He gets, so That's well all wishes coming from everywhere. That's what about the Obamas? No. No, no word from Barack. Well, he's not okay. getting the, he's not US getting Embassy a, said congrats, oh, though. Oh, great. He's not getting congrats off me. Do you reckon we get to go? Do we all get to celebrate because he's our PM? What would you like? A oh, bar tab or something? <laughs> Here's what I love, Just Lisa. at the Caxton or so, I don't know. Here's what I love. That's if right now, if, you, if, if everybody, and if you're driving, obviously, pull over. And, but if you go to Triple M's Rush Hour, the, uh, the Instagram page, Triple M underscore Rush Hour, if you go there, and if you're not following us, you should be. But if you go there and look back probably six months ago, there is a photo on our Instagram page. Of our man in the corner here oh. with his arm around our bow, <gasps> like the cat that got the cream. That was the a stage photo. spread across his face. That was Could a stage photo and you know that. And yet now he stands here trying to poo-poo did the I, love did of I our not Prime Minister. Ask me this. Did you or did you not say you need to be on your best behaviour for the interview? 
Yeah, I did. Yeah. Did well, you or did you not well, put your hand around his waist? Yeah. <laughs> Lethal. Did you indecently touch the Prime Minister <laughs> on his backside? Is what we're asking. No, I didn't. I don't like that did a you go six-year-old. The lower back? He doesn't need to go on Instagram. Grow up. So you think old people should get off Instagram? Yeah, potentially. Shut Facebook's down for them. your account then, old <laughs> man. Facebook's for you. Rush Howard <laughs> Cancelled. Liam and Dom on Triple M. Yesterday we were talking about the Broncos and how they have 10 security staff heading over with them to Las Vegas to make sure that the miners behave themselves <laughs> and that they are on their best behaviour. And so we were talking about bodyguards and uh, security guards and the amazing jobs that they do. And Tracy from Cool and Gadda gave us a call and told us this incredible story. I was a, a police lady and we got seconded to the 2000 Olympics in Sydney oh, and how good. we were at the stadium seeing all the athletics but we also did lots of uh, escorts and I escorted Kylie Minogue in to do oh. uh, the closing ceremony and uh, Evander Holyfield, I didn't realise it was him until I saw his ear bitten off. Um, <laughs> Chelsea Clinton and Meg Ryan and Russell Crowe, who were dating at the time. And they nice. were yeah. Wow. That is some star power. Yeah. But my favourite, Liesl, was at the very end, uh, we had to escort Kathy back from the stadium to the warm-down track after her gold medal 400-metre. Wow. Um, and she was shaking our hands and giving us high fives, and it, that was super cool. She, oh, hang on. I got goosebumps. So Tracy in Coolangatta just told us the coolest story about how she played a huge part in Kathy Freeman after her win and mm. just made sure that she got to her warm down safely and played a huge part in that. It's the stuff that we would never have heard. No. Like I had no knowledge of what happened. I, I mean, we, we've all talked about this and I think everybody agrees. It's one of the top five sporting moments of all time in Australian history, oh, easily, um, without yeah. a doubt. And so we saw the suit, we heard the call, but then to get that insight into what we what happened what next, happened next yeah. that she went around the track, that she had the ice bath, that she was shaking everybody's hand, and Tracy from Cool and Gatta was there right next to her. I mean, did an amazing job of painting the picture for I, us. I, too. I, I went home last night. I was just like, mate, I can't believe I've heard that story because it was just because you you just want to know, like you you just want to know. I not to Tracy, and unfortunately Tracy has set the bar very high. It's a great story. One triple three five three. If there's anybody out there that can do a similar thing to what Tracy did and take us behind the scenes of an iconic sporting moment, you know, not we don't want people that were at the game or at an origin win or anything like that, but if you played a part, if you had an involvement, a hand in, in an iconic sporting moment from years gone by and you can give us a little detail that nobody would know, we'd love to hear it. I was there when a 16-year-old Leighton Hewitt won his first ATP tour title. Oh. Uh, he was playing at the Adelaide International um, at the tournament, as it was known back then. Uh, he defeated Andre Agassi no. on the way to the final. I yep. think he beat fellow Aussie Jason Stoltenberg in the final. I was a ball boy oh, at that tournament. Oh, were you? And what a lot of people might not have known is 16-year-old Leighton was thrown in the pool as part of the celebrations that was then the old setup. And I saw it, so I was there for the ball boy in the final, and then I witnessed Leighton being tossed in as a 16-year-old into the pool uh, after his first ever ATP Tour win. What an experience. Yeah, it's unbelievable now to look at what he's gone on to. So you never would have seen that. No one ever saw that. That's the stuff you don't see. You see the the win, you see the trophy, you don't see the aftermath. So one triple three five three. Maybe you're a part of the catering for for this team or an athlete, yeah, or maybe you're part of their security. Maybe you were at Brecky Creek when Cam Smith won the Australian PGA now last year. Talking. And if you're in the bar with Cam Smith, give us some insight because I, that's the stuff we don't see. 
I've actually had someone share toilet paper with a very famous tennis player at the Australian Open. Oh, what? What? Someone shared some toilet paper with under, very, the, under, under the, the door because they had run out of toilet paper. Can you name a, the no? Oh, what are you? Can we guess? Can we try Maybe. Rafa? No, what? it was female. Oh. I don't reckon Rafa would enter a cubicle without checking Monica the papers first. Monica Sellis, <laughs> a little bit old. Uh-oh. Anyway, I'll a- tell you off. Ash, Ash Barty, no. Patrick and Aspley, good afternoon. Good uh, afternoon, guys. How are we? Good, thank you. Tell us about your sporting moment that you played a part in. Yeah, I came down to Brisbane to watch the uh, test between Australia and the West Indies, and we stayed in the same hotel corridor as the West Indian team. Oh. Right. What year are we? What year are we talking, Patty? Oh, mid-year. It was, I, I can't remember specifically, 75, 76. Oh, so oh, the Windies are the, you know, the powerhouse back oh. then. Yeah, it was the likes of Clive Lloyd, Vivian Richards, Gordon Greenwich. Oh, and we used to get in the lift, get in the lift to, to go to the cricket, to the Gabba each morning. You, oh, so you just get in the lift with the players? Yeah, absolutely, oh. yeah. They were in the same corridor as us. We were going out and they, to, to the Gabba and that, so were they. Did that- they win those years? Here? That was strong. Yeah. Oh, was do, you strong. Think, do you think, Patrick, maybe you played a part in them winning? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> did you press the, the buttons drink. for did, them? Did you talk to them, Pat? Like, did oh, you... absolutely, yeah. They used to oh. yeah, have a chat to us, and, yeah, they were very friendly. Oh. That, is, that era of the West Indies cricketing side is like the era of the Dolphins, the really? swimming team, for, for you. Oh, well, Vivian Richards, obviously, uh, yeah. And Clive Lloyd. Yeah. And, oh. Thanks for the call, Patty. Ken from Newport. Good afternoon. How are you, mate? Very well. Yourself? All right. What's your moment in sport that you've been close to? Look, it wasn't me, but it was actually my wife uh, in 1995, State of Origin Series. Yep. Uh, The skipper was uh, very unwell in hospital. Trevor Gilmeister. Trevor Gilmeister. On a drip. On a drip. Didn't think he was going to play game three. I remember this. Yes. That's the one. So she was the nurse that was looking after him in hospital and wondered who this uh, galoot was in the bed that kept dropping biscuit crumbs all through the bed. Had really no idea who he was or the importance of the moment, but she was looking after him in hospital. Oh, Gilly. So she was in charge of Trevor Gilmeister when he ripped the drip out and broke free to come to the game to play? That's exactly right. Wow. No. Wow. This is a moment. Oh. This, is, a this moment. is an iconic origin moment. It's up there. Like you talk about moments, Billy Slater's try, all these different moments, Thurston with the broken shoulder. To give everybody a bit of background, Super League had just started and so they banned any of the Super League aligned players to play that. Ben Eichen made his debut in that series right. as well. Trevor Gilmeister at the back end of his career is the, the captain. Fatty Vorton's the coach. And he's in hospital, and they said he would not play. He was on a drip. What was he yeah. sick with? I, I, I actually can't remember oh, his actual Ken, illness. Ken. Ken, <laughs> I, like he had maybe pneumonia or something. I, I don't know what it actually was, but or an infection or an infection. Anyway, he ripped the drip out on game day. But Ken's wife put in his arm yes, and tra- <laughs> was treating him to win Queensland the Origin Series. Ken, do you do, do, obviously you're a footy fan. Did you know when did she tell you when did you realize it was Trevor Gilmaster that your wife was treating? So I was watching the State of Origin on TV that night and she goes, "Oh, I know that guy. He was in hospital. I was looking after him." Oh. <laughs> I love You've this. got royalty there. <laughs> I love this. Oh, Trevor. Oh, well, he obviously didn't get any special treatment. He just got treatment like everybody else. Unbelievable. Yeah, look, I don't want to- 
I don't want to overstate her contribution, but maybe a statue at the top end of Northern. Uh, Northern wow, Northern. That valid, yes. valid, valid, valid. Sure. We always say that nurses are underappreciated Absolutely. and underpaid, and in this uh, in this circumstance, she saved his life. She saved state of origin, as far as I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah, more important than his life. Yes, <laughs> Queensland's <laughs> reputation. Super Rooster is an institution in Toowoomba. Sorry, that's Toowoomba. <laughs> But it's time to break free and share that chickeny goodness with the rest of Queensland. This is Triple M Rush Hours Chicken Run. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love Super Rooster. I love that introduction. And I've You've got had a, prize-winning roosters before, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I have. Dobbo's little pecker. Dobbo's little pecker. It was. Um, it Did was, he end up at Super Rooster after his win? <laughs> no, oh, okay. he didn't. No, he oh, went. Okay. He went to Chicken Heaven though. Okay. Um, but that's all right. Well, okay. So obviously, this started uh, on Monday when mm-hmm. I decided that I needed you guys to experience the greatest chicken in Australia, arguably the world. Super Rooster out of Toowoomba, three stores in the Garden City, and. Uh, I just came up with the idea that we were going to take the show there. Yep. We didn't speak to anybody. We then spoke to our boss, J.A. Uh, we then spoke to Branko the Tech. So far, so good. We haven't hit a lot of roadblocks. Triple M family said thumbs up. Yep. The boss said, said thumbs up. up. And Branko tech, said and thumbs up. And the Tech up. has said we can do it. Well, I've got a date. Whoa. I'd like to set a date. Now, the date for the chicken run... Will be next Thursday, the twenty second of February. We're going to Toowoomba. One week. One week. One week from today. Don't sound so excited, Lisa. We... No, I'm just <laughs> overwhelmed. Lisa's got things to organise. Yes, what are you gonna... I do. I'm thinking about parking. Like, is it a reverse parking situation? Like, all that. I just need to know. You can't foreplate either, by the no. way. No. You can't. Oh, I love four. So foreplating is when you look at the menu, menu before you get there you and get choose there. what you're going to have. You're not doing that. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. I trust you. So one week from today, Next we Thursday, take this show on the road yep, to Super Rooster. To Super Rooster. Right. While we're on air. To Broadcasting live on the drive to Super Rooster. To experience chicken at its finest. Are we now, stopping anywhere on the way? Well, we have had some suggestions. I mean, there is a lot to look it's at. Costco. Costco. Oh, has it, Liam been to Costco yet? I've never no. been to a Costco. Oh, there we go. Let's it's take him there. Mm. It's an you experience. It's an experience. Six kilo bag of peanuts. Maybe oh, that's where I I'm next a gold star member at Costco. That's another story. Yeah. Listen, I have wanted for a long time to get Super Rooster out of Toowoomba. The reason I'm taking it to Toowoomba is that they're only in Toowoomba. Right. Three now, stores? Three stores. Uh, I'd love to get them out of there. But we did have a caller who was a former employee who gave us some insight that maybe that is not a possibility. And he's just decided that he can't control it outside of Toowoomba, so he's just going to keep it to three sites in Toowoomba. It will never leave while it's in the hands of the Claridge family, I can tell you. That was Jeff, a former employee of Super Rooster, who called us uh, yesterday. Right. Well, Jeff, I'm about to make a political statement here. To all our listeners, to the Super Rooster ownership and to the Super Rooster family, to the people of Toowoomba, we, Triple M Rush Hour, myself, Ben Dobbin, call on the Super Rooster Toowoomba to spread your wings and branch outside of the Garden City Toowoomba. Now, how do you do this? We're going to get a petition. Oh. Okay. I've got a petition organised. I've been hard at work. This is not your first. You, you, are, you strike me as a, as a 
I love Cereal a petition. petition oh, maker. We love a protest and yep. a petition. Okay. Um, I've marched over land clearing laws. You know it. I've done it. This time, I've got a petition on Triple M's win page. Right. And the Triple M win page, you've got to look to sign the chicken run petition. Now, you head to the Triple M page at triplem.com.au, but to find it, you need to sign and tell us why you love Super Rooster. And it's called the Chicken Run Petition. And what okay. we are going to petition right. is Super Rooster of Toowoomba to spread your wings and branch outside Toowoomba. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Triple M.com.au. Head there now. Sign our Chicken Run Petition. We, so we're You're gonna, with me, Jones. So, oh, I'm with you. I'm 100% okay. on board. So are we gonna, is the plan that next week when we do... Hopefully we have 10,000 signatures 10, to present. 10,000? I've gone Whoa. big. Yeah. You want 10,000 signatures 10. on our Chicken Run <laughs> Petition <laughs> and the plan is 10, we hand deliver it to the boss? We're, the owner... Well, we haven't rung him yet. We, I don't oh. even know if he knows the way <laughs> Oh, do you reckon I we might want think, to check that? I don't think we know if the owner knows that we're coming feels yet. Like it feels like oh, next details, week problem. Details, <laughs> don't need them. All right. Triple M.com.au, sign the chicken run Please petition. Please go there. I am signed up. Please sign, head to the win page, the chicken run petition for me. The Triple M Rush Hours. Neighbourhood Watch. Triple M's Neighbourhood Watch. This is a segment where we like to go deep on the Facebook community groups. We go spying on other people and what they're up to. Everyone's a part of one. No matter where you live, you've got your own Facebook community group. There's always a nosy person too that puts their nose around in everybody's business. Yep. That's who's doing it today. Where are we today? Today, we're going to Liesl Jones Drive Territory. Are we? We are going into the Facebook community group of Rothwell. Oh, we're going to the peninsula. We're going to the peninsula. We're going into Rothwell. Now, before I read the post that's been shared on the page, I had to amend it because there was some profanities oh, in it. Oh, no. So in honour of yesterday being the day of love, I've changed any and all expletives in the post to the word Valentine. Oh, great. Okay. So just bear that in mind. <laughs> this is the post on the Rothwell Facebook community page. If you own a Valentining cat in the Rothwell area... <laughs> Keep the valentining things on your property. I am sick and tired of having valentining cat fights around my house almost every valentining night, waking up the neighbourhood and setting my dogs off. I will trap it and send it to rescue for rehoming to responsible pet owners. The council law is that they must be kept on your property just like dogs. End of valentining story. I will be getting traps. I won't have the native animals suffer nor the cats because they are beating each other up all night because of some irresponsible valentining humans. <laughs> Keep them on your valentining property. Right. Wow. Uh, seriously. Holy moly. That goes against community guidelines, I think, all those valentines. <laughs> Dearing That's a lot me. of valentines. That's a lot of love, yeah. isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> two tomcats, two tomcats, clearly, because female cats don't really get into scrap don't that they? much. No, it's, it's the male cats, they get out there and... <laughs> Oh, that's not Good bad. That noise. is a great I'll tell cat you what, noise. Between your chicken noise and your cat, cat noise, we could do a little fun. Have a nursery. Now, obviously, one of the great parts about the post is the responses you get. <laughs> oh, yes, we love the comments. And the people of Rothwell have, have responded. Can we get the popcorn? Because uh, we're here for the comments. So we've had uh, 
We have a dog and no cats in our yard, and we sleep very well. I love all animals, but yes, the cats do give us the willies, so someone's sympathetic. <laughs> yeah, somebody else knows about the cat um, fight. Someone's written, try living with a pigeon motel at your back oh, fence. Oh, yeah. Pigeon poo all over the shop, and guess what? There's not a thing to be done. Embrace your cats. So this person is obviously pro-cat. Yeah. Someone did provide a fairly useful uh, response saying, you can hire a cat trap through the Moreton Bay Council for free for 14 days. Oh. You do, however, need to take the cat to the Dacobin Pound within 24 hours of you catching the cat. Yeah. So okay. you also need to treat the cat humanely. So basically this person was yeah, being nice, fine. saying catch that's, it and then take catch it. it. And then there's a fee. What she went on to explain is that there's a fee attached to the owners who want to get it out of the pound. Oh, okay. So instead of being inhumane to the cats what you're doing is punishing the owners, yeah, which I think is, is what bad. this poster yeah. um, was trying to achieve. Yeah. <laughs> but my favourite <laughs> response, bear in mind this person has clearly lost their mind as they're typing yeah. this. Yeah. Top response? Yeah. <laughs> Do you need a Snickers? <laughs> Unless you've been living under a rock, you would know that Taylor Swift has landed in this country. She mm-hmm. made it to Melbourne last night, mm-hmm. I think it was, about 1am her private jet landed but I just feel like ever since she's been here or said that she's coming to tour in Australia, everything has just turned to poop, basically. <laughs> in, re- in very serious news, my auntie did pass away a couple of days ago and her funeral will be in Sydney next week. It is right before the Taylor Swift concert. Tickets from Brisbane to Sydney are minimum $800 each way. Oh. They are so cost prohibitive that... I, at the moment, cannot afford, afford those sort of flights because everyone's booking tickets to Taylor Swift. Yeah, I now can't go to my auntie's funeral next week because that is just so cost prohibitive. So I feel like I just need to blame it's Taylor's stuff. fault. Yeah. It's me. She's saying Taylor, it. Yeah, she's what? admitted it herself. Yeah. While we're kicking her when she's down, can I... Um, she's hardly can, down. She's hardly she's down. Flying. She's on top of the world. <laughs> well, I was supposed to go down to call a game for Triple M NRL next Friday night. And I have since had my wings clipped and I'm not going because of this same reason. Flight's Taylor, too expensive. Taylor's cost me thousands. And I do want to love her because I love love. But, yeah, I mean, do. when money comes involved, no. no. You, I mean, she's cost you a trip to your auntie's funeral. That's she's right. cost you money for calling, calling a game of footy. The RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia, has said that she might – they've been doing all this work cutting rates or, you know, if, sorry, increasing rates to try and correct inflation. There, there was some suggestion from the RBA that Taylor Swift could impact inflation. Oh, Stop it. really? And drive inflation back up in our country as well. So she's she's – Stuffing up our inflation rate as well. Really? She's yeah. No good. We'll play the song. Oh, sorry. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's Taylor, me. the problem is you. One triple three five three. Everyone, get on board. Anything that's gone wrong today, or anything you want to blame on Taylor, so we're just go Taylor nuts. For everything? Yeah, my car battery died today, and I feel like that's Taylor Swift's fault too. Yep. She, yeah. <laughs> Oh, like She's it. got enough money. She could have bought me a brand new car. Let's well, blame it on you, her. You know what? All those radio stations playing Taylor Swift yeah. is probably what stuffed your battery. That's right. Taylor's fault. Taylor's I fault. spilled coffee on my shirt this morning oh. when I was driving. Yep. Uh, Gary from <laughs> South McLean, what do you, do you want to blame Taylor? What do you want to blame Taylor on? Six hundred dollars I paid my workers today to stand there and try to get tickets for the idiot. Oh. <laughs> right. Did you get them? 
No. Is there still Why tickets? No, they, they came out. There was a last hit. Uh, well. He said on the phone, he's meant to be doing work for me. And he goes, your pay's more high than mine. I'm the boss. Yeah. You'll get more than me, mate, because it's a two-day job turned into four days. Because he wanted Taylor Swift tickets for his girlfriend. All right, thank you, mate. Blame it on Taylor. Blame it on Taylor. Luke from Illinois, what do you want to bl- blame on T-Swizzle? Mate, I want to blame uh, my 16-week-old puppy chewed up my shoe and weed on the carpet. Yep, yep. absolutely. Taylor's fault. Thank you, Luke. Absolutely, Bobby, Bobby from fault. Brisbane, what would you like to blame yeah, Taylor on? Billy Bob here, I'd like to blame on not winning the $20 million lotto draw last week. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Valid. I've heard she won it, so it's absolutely her fault. <laughs> Dave from Corumbin, what do you want to blame on Taylor Swift? This poor girl. Oh, well. First of all, there was my windscreen I had to replace. A week later, I had to do the starter motor, thinking I'm good, and then the bloody uh, aircon compressor gets up. No, Taylor. She's jinxed your car. Dave, as a fellow 4223 resident, I saw her tinkering with your car. She was playing funny buggers with it. Absolutely Taylor's fault. Well, I want to say, I'm not okay, Tay-Tay, and you got a (laughs) pay-pay. Dave, Yes. (laughs) <laughs> Let's blame one more thing on Taylor. Jim from Burner. Good afternoon. What do you want to blame Taylor, blame Taylor for? I just got robbed. Oh. What do you mean? I just got robbed. What do you mean? I was packing up the tools on the job site. bags pulled up the side. So somebody's pinched tools out of your tool bag. Um, you're, what, at the traffic lights? No, no. I was just packing up on the job site. Oh. So you're saying this? Okay. It's a long bow, but I'll get there. I get it. Okay. Look, we've been talking about Broncos, 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 and I'm sick of it. I think we need a little bit of Dolphins news. Dobbo, you got any for us? Mate, there is a lot of Dolphins news. and we put... Put your fins up, put your fins up. Put your fins up. <laughs> Haven't heard enough from the fins. No, oh, haven't. look, I mean, because round one is split, We've probably been focusing on the Roosters taking on the Broncos. But that second week when we're back, you've got the Titans taking on St George and then Sunday here at Suncorp Stadium, Cowboys take on the Dolphins in their round one, which will be – you'll get 30,000 there on a Sunday I'll afternoon, 3 o'clock. Yep, it'll be – I'll be there as well. I want to give a couple of shout-outs. Chopper Burgess, he's been on this show before. Now, if you don't know Chopper, he's an icon of the southeast Queensland, but – he was given the task of getting Valance Tafare some sort of weight off him and also Tessie New got sent there as well. Well, both players are playing this weekend um, on the sunny coast against the Titans and both have put their hand up for a potential, potential starting spot in the side. And it's they had the skill. It's just Chopper has guided them through this Fat journey. Man. Yeah, and he's got them mentally right. He's are they got fit? Them, right. They're so fit. Mate, Valance has got a six-pack. He does not. Valance does. has a six-pack. I'm telling you now. Wow. What, I've just got to check what time it is. It's after 5.30. I call bullshit. Nah. There is no way he's rocking a six-pack. I'm going to show you a photo of him. a picky. Yeah, I'm going to get a photo up for you. But either way, uh, they've been very, very strong in the way they want to play. The Tom Gilbert-Tom Flegler combination of Ooh. two young bulls has been unbelievable. And the side that they are trotting out this weekend almost resonates exactly what it's like. You so, feel like you could strap Tom Gilbert and Tom Flegler, Thomas Flegler to a um, you know, a plough. 
and they yeah. just and they get it done. <laughs> yeah, they would. You, you just get it done. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, if you're army, sh- army style. If you're short a horse, call <laughs> the dolphins. <laughs> if you need your carriage pulled by yeah. a horse, call them. And they'll do it. If King Charles ever gets down here, don't bother with the royal horses. Just We've get flags and yeah. yeah, just get them They're on. Big Clydesdales. They'd be sort of sorted out. Are yeah. you seriously trying to find this photo of Valentine's yeah. Faro yep. with a six pack? Yep. Mate, Photoshop can do some marvellous things. No. Oh, and I'm not again not body shaming the bloke because no. clearly he's been working hard. But there's a that's long, a quick turnaround for a six pack. Long road to travel. What's what's the thing that all the people, all the influencers now getting? abs are made in the kitchen? But no, but they're uh, then instead of training, they're getting on that uh, medication now. Oh, Ozempic. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's but he can't take for, that fat loss. Yeah, yeah. he can't anyway. take that. No, he won't be taking that. Right. So can you conv- you haven't been able to find it? Yeah, here it is. I'm getting it up. Have you found? Have you? Why are you looking for it? Have you spoken with Uncle Wayne lately? Uh yeah, very much so. Lisa, can you just come here for a minute, please? Yep. Would you suggest... Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, this will be good. Would you suggest that that is oh. a six-pack? Oh. Come on. No. Yes. It's probably a two-pack. it to me. It's, it's a two-pack. He's got obliques. He's yeah. got obliques right. on the side. I was told there'd be a six-pack here. I'm going to say... That's not a six-pack, mate. I'd say that's a two-pack. That's not a six-pack. He's got a six-pack. He doesn't. He's got two-pack and some obliques. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he walked in here, he's the fittest in the studio. Of There's course. no issue there. He's got more abs than I do, yeah, but This is the same bloke that people were very critical hey. of. He's he now looks starting. Good. He looks He, he looks, looks great. He looks, he looks unbelievable. Great. I'd like to see what filter's been placed on that Instagram picture, though. None. Uh, what, Bit of shading. What's Uncle, Wayne, what's Uncle Wayne's mood like? It's his final year in charge of the Finns. Well, I just watched his post. He's going to come on here before the season starts. He's giving me his word. He's going to come on. Show. Right. They're going to Christchurch next week for a boot camp mm. for 10 days in that trial. So the Dolphins will go to Christchurch of all places to to go. It's just unbelievable. But they, it's better um, than Vegas. It is better than Vegas. Botswana Butchery there. They've got Botswana Butchery there. And so, what's yeah. the burger place? Ferg uh, Burger. Ferg Burger. They, the, the Dolphins have been sent an email by the head of security of New Zealand <laughs> warning them about sheep traps at the airport. <laughs> and multiple burgers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so to wrap up our Dolphins catch-up, Tessy and Valance are flying. Yes. Flegs and Gilbert are just going to dominate. Felice Cavusi's on the ice just ready to go. Like he's just iced up, ready to go. Like on the ice. Frozen, you know, like frozen, frozen water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Not right. that ice. What's he doing? What? I'm confused. He's ready to roll. And um, and they are a real force right. in 2024. And Wayne's going to come on the show before the season starts. 100%. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo.